Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Season two, episode eight, the who, what, where, why, and how of life coaching. So when I first heard the term life coaching, I think I was like, "Mm, that sounds really, maybe like it's for hippies or for people who are unstable or for people with like a lot of money and sounds weird. Like definitely not for me. Like I'm not sure who it's for, but it's not for me. And Obviously, when I was introduced into the coaching world, I changed my mind. (laughs) A life coach. Um, But I think a lot of people just kind of misunderstand what it even means to be a life coach. It's just not a term that we use a lot. And anytime somebody asks me, so what does a life coach do? I always say something like, well, it's kind of like a therapist but for millennials. Like, I essentially chat with clients every week and help them work through things that they're feeling and things that they're doing. And that's really the short version because I definitely am not a therapist. Um, So I wanted to go through kind of the who, what, where, why, how of Thought Boss Coaching, which is the name of my coaching practice. Um, And this is just currently where I stand beginning of 2022, end of 2021 as a life coach. And I think this is just helpful for anybody who is looking for help, who's looking for a change or who's just like really curious, like what does she do? Why, why does she do it? And yeah, the who, what, where, why, how? So first let's start with the why. Why am I doing it? And I had to think about this for a minute because the first answer is always, well, I guess I needed a job. Like I wanted to do something with my life. And while that's partially true because I am an entrepreneurial person, (laughs) I've had many different business ideas and several different actual businesses before I became a life coach. The way that I became a life coach was I was listening to a podcast for my current business, which if you go to my personal profile on Instagram, which is Nicole Horlocker, um, you'll see that I used to make wooden baby gyms, which are just those little cute things that babies lay under and they play with little toys. And they were so stylish and so gorgeous. And I felt like I had solved a big problem with ugly baby things and now there's a ton of wooden baby gyms but back then there was just like maybe one or two other options and I designed this one by myself I got it manufactured it was just the funnest and hardest thing I could have done but it was it's just something that I wanted to do so why did I get into life coaching or why am I doing it right now like what what really is the real reason why And I feel like the truth is, you know, if there wasn't any money involved, if there wasn't any, I don't know, accolades involved, the truth is I just want to. And I think my reason has changed from the beginning. At first I was like, oh, I I think I could do this. This sounds fun. This fills 
meaningful and like I feel really interested in this. And now after having done it for a few years, I feel like the truth is I just want to. It feels like what I want to do. It feels like I find actual joy. I've always found joy in learning things about myself. My my favorite genre of book is self-help books. Um, And it might be yours too because you're listening to this podcast, the self-help podcast. Um, But I find actual joy in learning about myself and about other people and, and deep subjects. And sharing it feels really natural and really fun and like I'm growing and expanding and it just feels right. So the thing that feels the most right um, is sharing the gift that I have with people and when it actually helps them and they feel less pain and they feel happier and they feel more capable and they learn to trust themselves and they feel confident. And I'm always amazed when I do my end of coaching session um, reviews when we've done six months or a year together of one-on-one coaching, which by the way is all it takes, six months to a year. Most people at six months um, before you're like, yeah, I'm good. That actually changed my life. But I'm always amazed at what people tell me. I have chills the whole time. Every time we do um, an end of year thing, some of the things they say is like, I completely healed my relationship with myself. I never realized how mean I was to myself and now I don't spend time like overanalyzing everything. I feel like I can make decisions. I feel really confident. I feel like I've stopped beating myself up. I know how to make friends. I know how to be a friend to myself. I understand why I'm feeling certain things and I've stopped judging myself. Um, I'm actually doing the things that I want to be doing. And the impact of having those things, it's just immeasurable. Like your life goes in a completely different direction when you stop judging yourself, when you start loving yourself, when you start realizing where your thoughts come from and and where your feelings come from and why you've shown up in the world the way that you have and you stop judging yourself for it. And then you start to get to choose how you want to show up it just changes. It changes everything for you and for the people around you. It's it's the least selfish thing you could possibly do. Anyway, that's partially my why is just feels amazing to use my gift to help people. It's coaching is the easiest thing in the world for me. It comes naturally to me. And that's not to to gloat. That is to say I have found the thing that my soul loves to do and does it so well that it comes naturally to me and that doesn't mean it's not hard that doesn't mean that I don't bang my head against the wall and have really difficult clients and have really difficult moments with myself and occasionally want to quit but when I'm doing it I feel like wow this is such little investment for such a huge return like this isn't hard for me but I'm helping somebody else turn something that was hard for them into something that's easy for them how can I not share that how can I not do this it everything aligns and that is really a huge gift to me because I realize not everybody feels that way about their lives or their calling or their purpose or their mission or their job I recognize that that's a huge privilege and a huge gift and I'm grateful for it and I'm going to keep doing it
I'm not gonna stop doing it just because it's a privilege. I'm not gonna take it for granted either. I'm so grateful for it. All right, so next question, why does it matter? Why does life coaching matter? Why does helping people with their thoughts and their feelings and their goals and their relationships matter? When there's so many other things that can take our time. There's the news and there's friends and there's, we could go to college and we could read books and we can be entertained. Like there's no limit of things that we can choose to spend our time on. So why does it matter? Well, it doesn't matter. To some people, it really doesn't matter. But it matters to other people. The same way that cars matter to people who want to get places faster and warmer and more efficiently. Life coaching is just a solution to a problem. So if you don't have that problem, it's not your solution. But there are people with problems where life coaching is the solution. So solutions matter to the person who has a problem. We want to solve our problems. I think we're all reaching for stability and for love and for comfort and for progression and for peace and for connection. It's something we're all reaching for that we don't have or we have less of it than we want to have. So the coaching that I do, the life coaching that I do, this is something that actually provides people with that with stability and love and comfort and progression and peace. It's a solution to the problem of how do I feel better? How do I stop hating myself? How do I have a conversation with someone without questioning myself a hundred times or going back over the conversation and hating everything that I said or wondering um, if they hate me or if they think I'm stupid? How do I stop this chaos that is going on in my mind? Why can't I move on from this difficult thing that happened? Why can't I just be healed and stop thinking about trauma, like the things that have happened to me? Why do I feel haunted by my own thoughts and memories? Why can't I get myself to do anything? What's wrong with me? Why am I so judgmental or so rude or so unsuccessful or so different? What is wrong with me? Life coaching provides the answers to all of these things literally every question I can answer for you. And maybe I should in the next episode. <laughs> They're the answers that work quickly. This is the quickest way to find answers to literally all of those questions. If any of those are your questions, keep listening. That's why you're here. So why should anybody give a crap? Why should anybody even care? That's the next question. Well, I don't know. And I don't care if anybody cares about it because I'm not here making it for the people that I have to convince to care about it. Those are not my people. You're my people. <laughs> I already know you care about this because you're listening to this. There's somebody out there, maybe it's you, wondering right now if next year is going to be better than this one. And I'm talking to that person. They're wondering, can things possibly get worse? They're probably not even thinking that they'll get better because hope is kind of in short supply at this point. But there's this hopeless romantic in all of us. And I think we all believe in even the smallest or tiniest way that good things are meant to happen to us and that there's some magic left in the world and that someday, somehow, it could find us. 
and smile upon you and something glorious could happen to you. I think that's why we keep going. I think that's why we continue to buy in every day, why we continue to get out of bed. Because there's a small part of us that really does believe good things could happen. So even though you worry that things will get worse, I don't think you actually believe it. I don't think you believe that your life is meant to get worse. I think you really believe that life is meant to, meant to get better, which is why you're listening to this podcast. That's why you're searching, why you're trying, why you're changing things, why you're setting goals. Because you're looking for that magic thing that will make your life better. Because you believe it's out there. You believe it's waiting for you. We, I think we should go into each of these in their own podcast episodes. But next question, why me? Why would you choose me as your life coach? I think that's a really good question. And I've been thinking about it. So here it goes. I am not much different than most people. Yes, I'm my own unique individual and I have my own story and my own experiences and my own life. But the truth is the only reason to hire me as your life coach or to choose me as your life coach, even just the only reason to listen to my podcast is because you feel something right now. You feel some kind of connection. You have this moment of clarity when I'm talking to you. Another reason is I'm here. I'm here right now and I can help you. You're looking for help. I can offer help. That's why you should choose me. So, but there's lots of people who can help you. You can go find them right now. Just like there are lots of cars that you could buy. If you need a car, there's always one for sale. Somewhere in the world, there's one for sale. You just get to pick the one that you want. And then... It kind of helps to find one that's close to you, that's available to you, that you can actually find. So the fact that we're here together, I think it means something. I don't think that events are random. I think that we're probably meant to be in each other's lives, even if it's just to learn something, even if it's just to connect with each other for just a moment. So I'm just here and I can help. Is there a better reason than that to pick me? Um, but there are lots of people can, who can help, just like there are plenty of cars for you to buy. So you pick the one you want, you go to the car dealership that's closest to you, and you go pick it up. Because it's really that moment when you meet someone or when you see the car for the first time. It's that gut check. It's when that small and quiet but very important voice inside of you it speaks and just says yeah that's the one that's the voice that you trust and it's it's really the feeling that you trust more than the voice so why be well don't pick me i don't think you should just pick me i don't think you should just say oh she's a coach so i guess she'll do i want you to meet me i want you to get to know me and then check in with your gut how does it feel don't make the decision just logically. Make it emotionally. Make it with your soul. Just trust yourself for a moment. Trust that you know who to pick. You're trustworthy. You can trust yourself to pick the right person. I promise you. No matter how confused you think you are, no matter how hard it might be, no matter how many options you have, 
if in this moment you just said to yourself, all right, with what I know, with who I know, if I, if I was going to hire a life coach right now, who would I hire? And then allow yourself to choose someone and allow yourself to trust that you know how to make decisions. You know how to choose. You just haven't done it in a long time. You know what ice cream flavor to pick at the store? You know what kind of green beans to buy? You know, you can make decisions. I trust you. Trust yourself. Um, okay, last question. I think, oh, almost. <laughs> Second to last question. <clears throat> why you? Not like the first one was why me as your life coach, but why you? Well, here's the thing. You get to decide if you're the person for me. Are you my people? That's up to you. You might not be. If you're listening to this, there's a chance that you are. But people don't find people on accident. Even with the internet and its vastness, I think all the people that we're exposed to, it's not accidental. It's all orchestrated. What if that's true? What if for a minute we just believe that was true? What if you and I are both where we are because a loving being or a loving universe or some kind of organized love of some sort planned things out in a way that would give us our best chance at happiness and growth and love in this life? What if there was something watching over you or someone? What if that's true? Is there a little bit of you that thinks that that might be true? Does it feel true? It does to me. I think it does to you too, or you probably wouldn't have listened this far. So last question. Oh, it's so good. Why now? This is the million dollar question. Why now? Why do you eat when you do? Why do you go to the bathroom when you do? Why do you kiss or hug when you do? Is there an order to follow? Is there a certain time of the day that you should do things? What if there's no magical answer of why now? I know that's kind of taking the easy way out though, because the thing that happens is anytime something is suggested to us by the world or our minds or our hearts that may be good for us, but will require you to stretch, your safety loving brain is going to steer, steer you in the opposite direction. So anything that's actually good for you, your brain doesn't want you to do anything extra to go and get it because your brain likes safety. It likes sameness. That's what's keeping you safe. So just love your brain for its way of keeping you safe. It's doing a great job. But in order to do this, it will give you this wonderful line this wonderful thought in your head that feels so comfortable. So in order for your brain to keep you safe, it's going to tell you this one little thing. And it's going to say, we'll do it someday. Just not now. It's just not the right time. And that feels really nice because you've said no and you've said yes. You've pleased both parts of your brain, at least for now. <laughs> Somewhere down the road though, Maybe when you're watching a movie that makes you think about your life. For me, it's always the curious case of Benjamin Button. Don't ask me why. Brad Pitt movies get me every time. That one and Meet Joe Black, I could watch it over and over and over again. In fact, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I think I'm going to go watch this. After I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to go watch the 
curious case of Benjamin Button because it just gets me. It just makes me think about my life and then it also makes me cry. And sometimes I just need to cry. Anyway, at some point in your life, you're going to watch a movie, you're going to read a book, you're going to be having a conversation. It's going to make you think. It's going to put you in this reflective mood. And you're going to stumble upon the fact that time, despite your best efforts, keeps moving forward without your permission. It keeps moving forward. It's going to be 2022 in three days. It's just the truth. It just happens. Things keep changing and something is always required of you. And at the same time, you're kind of wearing down. Maybe your feelings are getting a little tired and worn out. Maybe you're a little strung out and stressed out and your emotions can't handle much more. Maybe you're in need of repair and care. And all the repair and love and care that you told yourself you were going to give yourself, I'll do that someday, it hasn't happened yet. For all those years of telling yourself that it would. Just like changing the oil in your car or replacing that tire or fixing the power steering, we, we get used to using things that are broken. This is a funny side note. My husband drives an old Subaru. He's just driven it for a long time. He just doesn't really have a need for another car. And for a couple of years, his Subaru has needed new power steering. Like he has been driving the car, having to crank the wheel with every single turn, which is not a lot of turns because he just, he works down the street, but it's fairly annoying. And it's been two years of being broken and there's a little noise in the back. He's just gotten really used to it. So we get used to cranking the steering wheel. You know, think of yourself as the car. We get used to doing things the hard way. It becomes our level of comfort. It becomes normal for us. And it's not until we either break down or we see another person driving your exact car, which is like somebody else your exact age, but they're in better condition. They're in better shape. They're happier. They're more well-adjusted. They have more success or more happiness or they seem more at peace and you start to notice um i think we're the same year i like you start to compare oh maybe this isn't actually how it's supposed to be maybe i could be in better shape better condition maybe things could be different for me maybe i could drive a little easier maybe i could live my life a little easier maybe i wouldn't have to crank the wheel so hard and then maybe I would want to go more places. People who feel better do more things. They go more places when it's easier. Maybe if the oil was changed, the car would run smoother and stop breaking down. Maybe if I had loved my car the way it needed to be loved all these years, instead of continuing to put off the maintenance, it would serve me in a way that I needed it to. And even then, maybe it would be hard to fix it. Why though? Because your brain wants to put forth the least amount of effort possible. That is its job. It doesn't mean it's the truth. It doesn't mean you actually want to wait. I want you to question that. When your brain says, not right now, I think we'll wait. It's just not true. Because you're on the hunt right now. You're looking for a way to make your life easier and better and happier right now which means you need a solution right now. The problem is not in the future. The problem is right now. So give yourself the solution right now. 
Your, your brain wants to put forth the least amount of effort possible because that will conserve your energy and keep you alive. That's all that it's doing. Sounds like a great plan. Let's stay safe and small and then nothing bad will ever happen to us and we'll be okay. Sounds nice, right? Let's just lay, lay low and play the smallest life possible so that we stay safe and happy and comfortable. But it's based on the assumption that you're delicate and that the purpose of your life is to avoid everything that could hurt you in any way so that you stay alive. Your brain is telling you that the only purpose of your life is just to stay alive. And that may be true for birds and caterpillars and snowflakes, but you're not a tiny creature or an intricate frozen droplet of water. How do we know that? Because you have gifts. You have gifts that go beyond just keeping you alive. You have an imagination that thinks about things that are beyond just keeping you alive. You have instincts and you also have a soul with wings that you have yet to use. And that's okay. Maybe they're wounded. Maybe they need some help. But nevertheless, you were born with wings and you were meant to fly and go places and do things. You're not a bird or a caterpillar. You have an imagination. You have one that can think up amazing, glorious things. It's like, this would be like using a car only for shelter or as like a magnet to hang your pictures on. Like it's metal. You use magnets and you hang your kids' pictures on it. But it's a car. That It has a greater purpose than that. Sure, it keeps the rain off you or it holds up your kids' pictures, but did you know it can actually go places? Did you know that you were meant to not just hold pictures, but to go to those places that the pictures are of? You could put fuel in it. You could put fuel in you. You could push the pedal and it will actually take you somewhere else, anywhere you want to go. And even when you get to the ocean, you can get into another machine that will take you somewhere else. These are the products of people's imaginations. Birds didn't create this. Caterpillars didn't create this world because we were meant for something more than just staying alive. The point is not to protect the vehicle from ever getting damaged. You're the vehicle. <laughs> the point is not to protect you from ever getting damaged. The point is to use the vehicle, to use your abilities and gifts to go somewhere, to serve some bigger, grander purpose. And nobody actually gets to tell you what that is. So here's where the problem comes in. You're left with a choice. And that's why people don't move forward because they're waiting for someone to tell them what to do. And they're waiting for a knock on their door or a threat to their comfort for them to change. But you have a choice right now when it's comfortable. That's the hardest thing. It's the biggest curse and the biggest blessing. You can choose to stay where you are. You're miserable, but you're safe. You're comfortable in your discomfort or you could choose to push the pedal and start going it's not anybody else's life it's only up to you and there's no pressure you don't have to make it like anybody else you don't have to go on a trip that somebody else tells you to go on you get to say okay this is my car and if I could go anywhere I wanted to where would I go so why do it just because you can because that's what it means to be a human and be alive right now. You're not going to be alive forever. 
you have a human life and it is precious. It doesn't mean protect it and keep it from everything that supposedly is dangerous. Is it going to be hard to do this thing and to go out and try something different? Totally. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to require you to come up with money that you don't think you have. It's like a road trip. It's going to be uncomfortable and hard and require money. Yep, all those things. It's the price of travel, the price of going somewhere. But let me offer you a thought. What if that's okay? What if it's okay that it's hard? What if your car can handle it? What if your car was made for rough terrain? Like it can actually do it. You're not going to break. You're not unfixable if you get damaged. And what if there's always money available to fill the tank and to give you snacks for the road trip? Like we think it's a problem that we don't have that that it that requires money or that it's going to be hard. But you have money and you can do hard things. So it's not a problem. What if the hard things are not that hard? I want to offer you that as the last thought because it's kind of the excuse that our brain uses besides I'll do it someday. When you really get excited about doing something, about changing your life, your brain's like, mm, we don't have the money. It's going to be kind of hard. And, you're, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, we really don't. Is that really true? Why are we believing your brain? The last time that you really wanted something, you figured out a way to get it. Last time that your car broke down, you figured out a way to fix it. Whether you had to borrow the money or you had to go get a credit card or you had to just go earn some money or you just had to take it out of your savings account or out of your checking account. You figured out a way to get the thing that you wanted. So what do you want? Do you want to be whole and healing and to go somewhere? I think you do. You wouldn't be listening to this if you, if you didn't. I am here to offer you a safe space to think about these things. And I'm also here to offer you a little kick in the pants to do these things because that's my job. My job is not, is not just to offer you fun, whimsical thoughts. My job is to let you know that if you don't know how to get up and start going, I can help you with that before you've ever paid me a dollar. I can help you find the way to go if you don't know which direction to go. That's why I offer calls with me. That's where you get to know me. That's where you can ask me that question. Where do I go? What do I do? How do I do this? I'm afraid. I want to do what I think, but I'm nervous. I don't know how to do this. I'm going to help you. That's what a life coach is. It's somebody who can coach you through life, even when you feel like it's not going to work out. Even when you feel like you've tried a lot of other things. I get that. And that's hard. The only risk you have to take is staying where you are. That's the biggest risk of all. It's letting a whole nother year pass without pushing the gas on the, or pushing the pedal on the gas, pushing the pedal on the car and going somewhere. It's a big risk to not change it all, to not move forward at all. Because you're risking everything you could have gotten 
everything you could have had, all the peace you could feel, by this time next year, your life can be completely different. Just like your car can be completely different if we take it into the shop and they repair all the things, you don't even know what it's capable of, right? If it's just been sitting in the driveway because it's broken, let's get it fixed. Let's let you use it. It's hard to have a car. <laughs> you feel like you can't use it. It's hard to have a life and feel like you can't live it. All right, I'm done. I love you. That was a great podcast episode for me. Very cathartic. And I hope it was for you too. Um, if you didn't know, this year, 2022, this coming year, is the year of healing retreats. Having at least three, probably four. And when you come, you are going to get the most amazing personalized coaching. And then for three months after that, you'll get to be in a group coaching program where I'll talk to you every single week and we will continue to do the healing. But the most important part will be those three days that we spend together. Yep, it's scary. You got to get on a plane. You got to get in a car. You got to pay some money. You got to come spend three days with people you don't know. And that's the best part because it's going to completely change your life. When you do different things, different things happen. When you do hard and scary things, amazing and glorious things happen. I am excited to be your life coach. I am your coach right now, whether you've paid me a dollar or not. I will always be your coach. I will always be here for you because that is my purpose. That is what I want to be doing. I want to be here for you because I actually genuinely love you. And I love me. And I love my life and I want you to love your life. So if you want, you can sign up for the retreat that's coming up in January. There's spaces left. There's one just for you. And that's going to be January 10th, 2022, just two weeks from now. And if you're listening to this after that, you're always welcome to sign up for the next one. Or right now I'm offering a pre-retreat retreat. It's this weekend. It's December 31st and January 1st. And you're going to learn what trauma is, if you have it, where to find it, and the first step to healing. After that call, you're going to feel so much more peace, so much more purpose and direction. You're going to take a big sigh of relief. I love that feeling where you're like, oh, it feels better. That's what I want you to feel after this. So it's completely free. Find me on Instagram. Come sign up for it. I can't wait to see you there or at the retreat or in one-on-one -on -one coaching. Sign up for a free consultation in my Instagram bio or at thoughtbosscoaching.com. All right. Happy New Year. I love you. See you in 2022. Hey, it's me, Nicole. If you want to get behind the scenes of the one and only Thought Boss, that's me, come and stalk me on Instagram. I'm at Thought Boss Coaching. Or if you're ready to finally ditch imposter syndrome and anxiety and start changing the world like you know you were born to, your dreams are literally one phone call away. To sign up for a free consultation, just head to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram and send me a message. <laughs>